And welcome back to another episode of the Sweet Shots Podcast. Lucas Johnson alongside Mark Johnson and Chuck Johnson. Back for another episode, episode 16. We're creeping up kind of the home stretch for the season, whole 16. Um, I would say this is probably a long par four here today, gentlemen, without a guest. No no star guest scheduled well, as of yet. Don't say that. We might have a pop-in. We're gonna, we might have there's a, pop a strong probability possibility we're going to have a pop-in guest that is quite versed in uh sports gambling sports gambling i don't okay. want to i mean i'm not setting him up like he's got a problem <laughs> no he doesn't have a that's problem that's not why we're here no he's like us he just yeah. enjoys doing it yeah for the sport casually yes yep. and we have a history going back playing sports against one one another for so this years will be and good. years and years. Yep. This will be good. Okay. But he's yep. going to join us in the, in the latter part of the show. Okay. So this part we want to just got a yeah. little shorter here. Might be a mid iron into the screen, but yeah. it should be good. Yep. Should be good. But I mean, getting right into it. I mean, um, I think the biggest story coming out of last week is John Rahm wins again. And I say again, because he's won four of his last five worldwide starts, DP tour and PJ tour. I mean, that's, He's he's playing pretty well right now. I would say Tough so. To well, he's got to. I mean, he he, did, he gave up all that live money, so he's he's mm-hmm. uh, he's got now he's got to earn it with his play. I think he's doing just fine. You just know, and fine. that was one of his statements when he said, hey, "I'm not going to do the live." He goes, "My lifestyle, I like. We like our lifestyle. He and his wife mm-hmm. start yep. a family. Yep, more money isn't going to." Doing right. anything for me in my lifestyle. I appreciate that. I love I, that. that was yeah, yep. really interesting, refreshing comment. Right, yep. this day and age. Yep, I'd say he's grown on me a lot since like his rookie year on tour. His first couple of years, I remember like just despising the guy. Well, he was kind he was, of a hothead. He was out a there. huge hothead. Yeah, I mean, yep. he was throwing clubs and yelling and screaming. Yeah, I mean, him and Tyrrell Hatton are just buddy buddy out there <laughs> having a club throwing contest. Just- I so thought it's more the Latin. I mean, it's more the Spanish. You know, that's how Not tempered or what do you yeah, say? They just yeah. they play with the passion that yeah. other other back guys. To Sevi. Sevi used to be that exactly. Way. I was going to say it goes back to Sevi. Yeah, Olathabel. He was maybe a little more reserved. He didn't yeah. wear his emotions on his sleeve, but you could tell he had that inner, just yeah. that inner drive that he'd learned from Sevi. Yep. Um, who's another Spanish? Oh, and then Sergio. Sergio, yeah. Sergio could drive you nuts at times. Oh yeah. But you loved him too. I mean, yep. and, and then Rom. Now you're right, LJ. It's like when he first came out out of college, just big chip on his shoulder. Yeah. And then not only does he complain, um, it, but they it's borderline like whining. Right. Like, yeah. That was my big thing. I thought he just whined all the time, and then you know he had the Spanish passion. Mm-hmm. I think he threw a couple clubs, maybe broke a couple, but. Neither here nor He's there. Matured. But yeah, it, he has yep. very much matured and actually turned into one of my favorite golfers just because it's fun to watch. Yep. Um, he His swing alone is just very unique. I mean, it looks like a three-quarter swing, and he's got faster ball speeds than yeah. you know probably all three of us combined right now. You know, I mean, it's just like it's insane what he's able to do with a golf ball. You talk about a true professional. I mean, that guy, that guy gets it. He's good. Can you can we go back and review that insult that he just threw our way, Chuck? I missed it. What, what did he say? Ball speed. Yeah, his ball speed is faster than the three of us combined. Oh geez. Well, <laughs> I know mine. LJ has some pretty serious yeah, ball speed, he so he's really so knocking us. He's like what you and I cumulative. Yeah. We've got 
40, 40 mile per hour ball speed. Apparently. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for nothing on that well, comment. Less than that, but yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's fine. Thanks. That's fine. Well, and the scary thing, not to jump ahead to this week's event, but he's going to a place that he absolutely loves. Love Tori, and I think, loves if it. I remember right, and that where he even proposed to his now wife, yep. and they, he loves that course. So it could be scary time. again, what, what he might do this week. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, th- I think I saw too, and again, not to jump too far ahead, but I think he's $11,600 in DFS this week, which I think makes him the most expensive this year. DS, DFS player this year. That's correct. Right. Yep. Yep. Which he's got to be when you look at the wins and right. what he's done. Yep. That might not even be high enough when you look at separation versus the rest of the talents. And there's still some solid players in there. But yeah, he's he's got to go into this. I would imagine you look at Vegas odds, maybe three to one, four to one, which is. I think under. I saw four to one. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. With his it, track record there, it's all adding up. His, yep. his trending, everything. Yep. His history. Yeah. So are we going to look at uh, t- total scores from last week then, boys, to see who's running away with this goat? I don't even know yeah, how you guys no, did. No, I, I, I got my goat right in front of me. Yeah, because you're the previous. Yep, you're, I'm, you. I'm the reigning goat of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, then you start. I, I don't think he's going to stay here. Uh-oh. I, uh, long story short, I had three guys miss the cut. So all my bottom guys, actually, the guys that I needed to make the cut, all missed the cut. Uh-oh. Um. Callum Tarrant, he he had a, a glimpse round two. He shot sixty seven. Um, same with same with Taylor Pendrith. Um, that surprised me. I thought Taylor would be right there. I, I thought he'd make yeah, cuts. I, been been I mean, cuts. He's, he's I don't even know who that is. He's a Canadian. Yep. Well, he's a Maple Leaf. Yep. Um, but yeah, those three guys missed the cut for a grand total of four hundred seventy four points. Yep, that's not going to get it done. And a half. LJ. Not going to get so, it done. I I'm under the impression that we switched this week and we were going back to our worst ball <laughs> competition. You so gave it a good, I gave good it try. a good run there. Uh-huh. Going for the worst ball there. All right. Do you want me to go? It doesn't matter. We sure. don't know. We I have, have no not, idea. We have no idea. I'll go next. Yeah. And I had five out of six players make the cut. Uh oh. Which uh oh. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. goat could be coming goat this might way. Be moving your way. And you know, if you recall my method, I just picked like cut makers. Yep. I just went close to you, you know, know if the average is going to be seventy or eighty two hundred on your on your values. I just went all right. I'm just going to find all these guys right around that eighty two hundred. So in the workhorse, the highest the highest guy, Brian Harmon, he missed the gun. Yes. I think he was right on the number. I mean, how would you like to play? What was he? He was eight under par and he missed the cut. You're eight under par. Well, yep. that tournament is just a <laughs> huge history of yep. low, nutty low scores. And yeah, yep. I think uh, those to me are just crapshoots. I mean, when you right. get into a, a birdie fest. We, we uh, talked about it. It's yep. a putting contest. You, and um Sounds like you're making an excuse. I a hundred percent am right now. I like I'll pull up this this photo of where I finished in these last play. I mean, I was like third to last or something like that. I mean, look at that. Right. Yeah, no, yeah. That's yep. impressive. That's really I need bad. all the I need all the excuses wow. I can get. Yeah, that is impressive. I've been there. Okay. So uh, my team, you know yep. what? I rode the gala. Yep. Solid. He uh made the cut. Um Hoagie. Mm-hmm. Finished with the T thirty two, yeah, tied for thirty seven. Good last day. Um, it's still one hundred percent. If you come on the show, yep, as a PGA tour, make went with Hadwin because he's a birdie guy and uh, Canadian. He solid T eighteen minus twenty. 
I took a little flyer than my last two guys. Fowler, Ricky Fowler made like the cut. It. I know. Yep. And kind of, he solid. didn't play well the last day. He shot 71 that well, last day. He had day. a couple doubles and a triple in there, okay. which I think that's kind of his that's his calling card. He's going to have a couple blow-up holes. You just don't know when. <laughs> he looked good. I still like the attire. On the course, he's a sharp Is dresser. he still wearing Puma? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, sharp. Flat, flat rim, flat bill. Nah, he no, he moved away from that. He's got a little he's, curvature. He's, <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a little more subtle now. He doesn't yep. go all one color. He was sporting the shades on Saturday when I watched shade him. Guy. Shade guy. I, I like the look. And then my final guy, Bur, Burmeister. 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 And, you know, he shot 72 the last day, and he, he finished. He was at minus 13. So, again, I just went with guys that, that mm-hmm. made the cut. Now, unfortunately, in the game that we – Chose, I think I still I still miss money. I had five hundred and thirty eight points. Five thirty eight. Five thirty eight. Oh, son. Okay. Five thirty eight. That's what I said. Five thirty eight. Okay. I check. Well, I had two missed cuts. K. H. Lee, which was he was right there. He was actually on was the on the cut. He was on the number. And then David Lipsky. Ugh. That was kind of the. He didn't even show up. He was he was coming off a hot week the he week was. before. He. I don't know. He should have just left the bag in the car. It was terrible showing. But then Tom Kim, if you guys watched the weekend, Bounce he, back. he is yep. solid. He yep. tied T6 this week yep. quietly. I had Hoagie as well. Uh, Putnam, T36. And then Thomas Dietrich. This mm. guy, if if, uh, if you look at his history this fall, he hasn't had a miscut since last summer. And he's just been steady playing all over the world, too. I had yeah, 549 I with two miscuts. Ooh, boy. So I gotcha. Double check that Bring score that mark. It still hasn't Bring changed. Bring the goat. Two miscuts <laughs> <right>. over here. <laughs> this, yeah, that's imp- comes back to go. its rightful owner, my friends. That's impressive. Two, mis- little two miscuts. Two miscuts. Yeah, on the number. So, good try, Mark. You were right there. You almost had the goat. <laughs> he was feeling pretty good. He too. was. He thought it was her, yeah. <laughs> For a little bit, I thought. <laughs> Going in here today, I thought I finished third because, you know, I just, my guys, although I had cut makers, they didn't make a lot of points. They were, I didn't have any high finishers. So Tom's, there you go, Chuck. You know, you're Tom Kim by yep. launching up the top 10 finish. He's probably, he's making you a lot of points. Yep. And I'm happy for you. So, None of us had the winner in John Rahm. And that's, I mean, we spoke to it in the show where it was like, yeah, this guy's he's going to be up there, but do you spend the money? Because again, he was the most expensive. That's right. Guy, so. I did some one days where I had him on my team. Did you? Mm -hmm. Yep, I did. I went the one day at... uh, Nicholas. No, I did the one day La Quinta because historically that plays the easiest golf course. So there's our theory. Play the easy golf course on a multi-event, multi-course deal. And it did not play out. I think I, every one of my guys, six guys playing La Quinta, and they did, I didn't I did win too. money. And then on Sunday's broadcast, they said, historically, that is the easiest of the courses. But this particular year, Nicholas was playing. The Nicholas course was stroke average lower. I'm like, what? What? Because I did the same thing. I loaded on La Quinta. So I don't know. Didn't, didn't work out. Didn't work out. And that'll be interesting because I think uh, down the line we're we're talking probably looking at some dailies this week because we're recording on Tuesday and with the next tournament the Farmers Insurance starts on a Wednesday. Very rare. Very it's a Wednesday rare. start to but avoid the Sunday uh, NFL games. The championship. So they'll be done Saturday. So um, probably smart on their part to get some eyeballs on it. But uh, yeah, so when this comes out, it will have already started. So we're looking at some dailies. But before we get into that, talking some. 
some golf news. Um, interesting signing this this weekend: Colin Morikawa and Adam Scott. Um, have you guys heard of this? The TGL, I think it's TGL League, but I think the L stands for the league. So it's a, it's basically an indoor golf league with the professionals. Have you guys heard about this? Just high level. So it's like virtual golf type deal? Yep. Like, okay. Yeah, they're playing Sims. basically on a sim. Yeah. You know, the, the mock-up of what they were looking to do looks, I mean, it's a giant simulator. And then there's like a indoor short game facility that if I had to take a guess, instead of doing short game on the simulator, they're going to find a comparable shot. It's what we all dream of doing right. when we play mm-hmm. indoor sims. And they're going to be able to do it. It's an interesting concept. It, it, to me, it's a pretty bold step forward in, in golf entertainment. So, had you heard about this, Mark? I've heard about it, but I didn't uh, give it enough attention to research it. So, will they have a Bay host bringing them beers and things like that? An app? I mean, how serious? An app? Yeah, I don't know how serious this is going to be. You know, they're looking to get, they're going to get six teams of three. So, they're going to have 18 guys. Six um, teams, okay. And, and this they're is all, all pros. And I think right now they've got a lineup with Tiger and Rory, obviously, because it's their brand. JT, John Rahm, um, now Colin Morikawa, Adam Scott. And I think they got a couple down the pipe that they're looking at getting. Hmm. Actually, it might be good TV. Yeah. It could because be they're going to be pretty loose. They're going to interact with one another. Do you know what product they're using for? Is it? If I had with to any take luck, a guess, full swing? if I had to take a guess, it would be full swing because that's Tiger. Tiger's locked in with right. those guys. I like as uh, as operators and owners of the facility that has that. I like the sound of that. Bring yeah. a visibility to others that has a product that's it pretty is a, impressive. It is a great product. I think for the quality of um, the quality of the data that you're given, because they yep. do a nice job of giving you data, plus the quality of the graphics and everything. I think it's it's a really really good product. Um, and Dave and I, Dave Booth and I have, have worked extensively with it, um, to try and make those the best they can be. And and they definitely have the potential. So I'm interested to see what they go with there. I mean, um, it is a Monday night, they're Monday night matchups, Monday night golf. Love it. So I like Mark's, I like Mark's here. You got to have a Bay host bringing them beverages, nachos. I think you guys are out out on me. They can't be drinking anti-fun. So they'd be drinking pops. I don't know how. My worry is that it's going to be like the match that they've got going on right now, you know? A lot like, of chirping. Like forced chirping, you know, just these guys are caught between mm. taking it super serious and and not, you know? That's that's my fear with it. I'm interested to see where it goes. I think it, simulators have kind of gotten a bad rep, whether it's glitches. I want to know if they're going to deal with glitches. Oh, oh they'll edit that out. Yeah. Handed mulligans out left and right. I I think it's it has to be at face value entertainment. I mean, yeah. can you legitimately? It, yes, you can have a competition out there, especially if they're going to pivot and do some short game stuff. But when I if I'm going to watch a sim event, I'm I'm watching this um, for for the entertainment. I'm right. watching it for the banter. I think it's yeah. going to lend itself to probably more easier banter than a green grass event where it's. Spread out a little bit. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I'll tune in. I'll give it a chance. I would too. So when you guys were going up, so was it um, Shell's? Shell's Wonderful World of Golf. So Gene Sarazen would host the early ones. 
and it I just was, watched that one was the like other a night. Skins game kind of deal, right? No, it was just a, it was a head to head stroke play event, which I don't know why they did head to head stroke play because you had Gene Littler versus you know Byron Nelson, and Byron Nelson was leading by six shots after five holes. It's like, well, <laughs> do I really? You know, maybe a match play format would have been would have been better, but that was this was back in the sixties seventies. Do you remember that? Great, no, I've watched the, some of the replays. <laughs> like well, I watched the other group. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, Gene Littler at the 83 Senior Open at Hazeltine that our dad took me to, I watched Gene Littler because he had the smoothest swing in golf, mm. even as a senior player. And it was fantastic. And uh, I'll never forget, we were, we were like on six watching, watching Gene Littler and somebody said, oh, well, uh, Arnold Palmer is up on eight. So I'm like, Arnie, I want to watch Arnie. So by the time I got there, he was walking up nine fairway. And uh, I watched him hit a play hole 10. And then 11's a par five, Mm -hmm. dog leg right. Oh, yeah. And actually, he blew his tee shot way right on 10. And then he blew his tee shot way right on 11. And I went, I don't need to see this. No respect for Arnold Palmer at all. Yeah. I feel so bad now. This guy's terrible. How did I not walk that whole back nine with Arnie? Mm. Um, but he hit two, you know, and but back in the day, 83, they were hitting Woodwoods yeah. and a lot of balls. So it didn't take much, and that a ball was curving. Yeah. So, uh, but the Shell's Wonderful World of Golf was, uh, in the graphics, you, you look back now, and it was basically hand-drawn etch- sketches of the hole. Oh, and then boy. they would put where each ball went. Well, he hit that one. You know, Gene Saracen would say, Byron Byron really hit that one. He's out there 245. Wow. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he really caught, was that, uh, caught it on the screws. Is that right? That's right. That's the saying. So, yeah, there's some great episodes. So, basically, like the point I was getting at is that this is kind of the an attempt to make golf entertainment exhibition matches aside from the main PGA tour, right? I mean, sure. That'd be the, that'd be the idea of it anyway. Um, interesting. I, I don't have like a release date. I don't know when they're looking. I think it's next year. Um, but could be very interesting. Yep. We'll see. Stay tuned. Tiger, when Tiger and Rory behind it, you never know. A lot of power behind that. But, um, I guess moving along quickly, but, um, as you guys recall, this week we're at Torrey Pines. This is my week. Where I start to get giddy, I feel feel good about it. Is this where you get better at DFS? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one. I took knowledge. the screaming goat. <laughs> Mark Seelan oh, went over here without true. a win. Good cover. Good call. So no, and they have the most second place finishes though. You, you might most average. Yes. So um, yeah, but this is to me. This is when I really get the itch for golf, and it, it is because I I have played at the South Course. I haven't played the North Course. Um, but Torrey Pine South course, absolutely love it. And it's fun. Anytime you can sit down and watch a tournament and say, you know, I've, I hit that hole. I, or I know what these guys are going through. You know, it was a little different. I was junior in high school. I think. Would you have played it from the same tees? Not even close. Okay. Okay. Because I don't know if you saw that. So maybe they've extended it, but this is the longest course on 7,700 yards. 77. And it's at sea level. I mean, it's not like they're in Colorado. And there's wind that comes off the ocean every afternoon like clockwork. 
Right around, yeah, right around one, two o'clock. Yeah. Is that right? Every, yeah. Yep. Okay. And it makes some of those that par four, like 12 back into the wind. If it's 12. It's, I couldn't get there. Two drivers. Well, remember, Could, so again, into this the is, wind. Again, no, this no is. No chance. Uh, high school, when I went down there, I had not broke the 160 pound barrier yet. And uh, you were caddying in my practice round. And we get to hole 15, the par four, long par four, kind of along, not quite along the ocean, but right before the par three going out to the ocean. Anyway, and uh, I go driver hybrid to like the front corner of the green. Mm. And I go, yeah, this isn't this isn't bad, actually. I, I was able to get here in two. And you go, well, yeah, it's a par four. I was, I was under the impression it was a par five. He thought it was a par five. No way. <laughs> so I'm sitting there Two like, putt for par, buddy. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> no, I mean, but did that, so it was the world, world junior yep. that you, that you played in a couple times. Yep. It's a big time tournament. Yes. Big time. And so there's a ton of golf coaches around there all looking for their next player. And, uh, I think the two years you played Joaquin Neiman, I think won it both, both years. Yep. He won it both. I think, yeah. um, Who's played in it too? Another, I mean, a handful of PGA Tour guys have played. In yeah, it. and anyway. some, you know, and you see everything. You see kids with entourages. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a kid from uh, Asian kid that, I mean, and then these coaches are out watching. And I'll never forget the first year you played. You were you were playing all right, to start your round, but it's it's a tough. I mean, you still played it at seventy two hundred. Yeah, no, it was the longest course that I've ever played. Plus, up to that point, plus at sea level. Yeah. So it, I was only hit at 250 right. here, and then you go down there, and all of a sudden I'm carrying my driver 230. It's like, whoa. Yeah, it was okay. before you had got. And length is huge sure. at this at this yep. golf course. Yep. And it's one of those great mm-hmm. designs that it it just builds on itself if you get out of position. Yeah. And I think, you know, I visited with Hoagie about this golf course, and if you are out of position, you just need to get keep it below the hole. Mm. Just have to. And that was, I think, some of his advice the second time you went – yeah, stay below the hole. Um, yeah, I play. I mean, I ended up playing okay. <laughs> the more times you play it, that first year was definitely an eye opener. Um, you know, playing around here, you don't get quite the exposure, and then you go to a national, I mean, global tournament, even. Yeah, and you see the level of talent that's out there at fifteen. You know, that's yep. that's eye opening. Yep, the talent that's there, and then you think tragically, some of those kids just burn out. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know they just got fried, and they might not even. Yeah. You think how how many, you know, if they're all looking for that college opportunity, how many actually got it? Right. And um, so, anyways, there's a lot of there's a lot of great stuff there. There's a lot of probably everything that's wrong with kids and sports and parents and all that. Yeah, I uh, saw that too. Witness witness some of that, but um, um, I was going to say that golf course. Back to the golf course. Yep. The afternoon, the greens get bumpy. Poa. Yeah. Right, I was going to ask yeah, you guys a about that. Green. It's a yeah. fact. It just it. They it, said something about it buds. It seeds out. It yeah. Seeds out. Okay. So note it. Like if you go out in the morning at eight o'clock, yeah, and then you play around, you go back out at two o'clock. You'll notice like the green has raised. That's crazy because the, it buds in the afternoon. Okay. Little parts, parts of it. Parts, yep. Yeah, not all yep. of it, but parts of it. And it can drive individual golfers and. Batty, like dude, just doing research. Some go- yeah. all golfers absolutely hate putting on. Well, and that's greens. where Tom's point of being below the hole. If you're mm-hmm. above the hole, it's plinko because the the golf or the greens are still fast. Yeah, and so then you got to just tap it, and now your ball's at the mercy of which which 
group of poana that it hits. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. okay. So if you get out of position off the tee, mm-hmm. say you're in the rough, mm-hmm. okay, now assuming you can get to the green, now you can't, it's more difficult to control your golf ball. Sure. So to that idea that you want to keep it below the hole, you know, it's a crapshoot when you're hitting out of the rough and yeah. uh, let alone angles. It's a great angle golf course. And say that pins cut, tuck left yeah. and it's behind a bunker left and you miss your drive left and in the rough, forget it. Yeah, no Forget chance. it. It it is. Hmm. Um, I think my to this day is still the favorite my favorite golf course that I've ever played. And uh, I mean, it's just funny looking back on it. I'd love to go back now and play it with the tools that I have now, mainly the distance. Um, but I remember, I think it was that last year we were standing on sixteen, so the one right after fifteen. Oh, the, thanks for that clarification. Yep. The oh, sixteen or the seventeenth hole. Yep, just to keep you guys in order here. <laughs> but uh, oh, you played them in order. Okay, uh, so the last day before the cut, because there is a cut. You play two rounds, and then there's a cut, and then there was the last day. And the last day, they actually had us playing the professional tees on sixteen. So it was like a two hundred and thirty yard par three, and then the green kind of sits. It's kind of a pear shaped pointing out towards the ocean with a bunker in front and they had this pin kind of back left. I mean, it was like a Sunday pin with Sunday tee placements and I had the afternoon tee time. So I'm playing this 230 yard par three into a 15 mile an hour breeze off the ocean. Nope. When I don't hit my driver 230 wow. yards, wow. you know, and I actually witnessed the So there's a big backup. So that we got a chance to watch a bunch of people and, and a kid in front of me actually hit driver into this green. Really? And I, I took three wood and just snuck it up to the front edge because I said, no way am I hitting driver on this hole right now. Yeah, and it was your first experience, too, with bunkers that you literally couldn't. I bet you had it, every bunker shot you had those two days. I don't know if you ever saw the bottom of the cu- bottom of the flagstick oh standing They're in the so bunkers. Deep. They're wow. deep. You know, and, and so you talk about, well, geez, these kids, they go play. You know, they're great players from here, and then they go there and they shoot 80. What's going on? Well, yeah. between the grass, between the... Um, distance, distance, between. and then these bunkers. I mean, they're so deep. How many times in our region are you hitting a, a bunker shot where you don't see the flag? St- it's the bunker so deep that you don't see the flag stick. So it's there's just a lot of different going on. It um, is. It was a huge eye opener for me. And like I said, I wish I could go back now. And maybe we will. Um, that'd be a fun trip. Tori's a public course. Yeah, everybody out there. It's it hard is. to get on. I mean, I think you got to get up early to get on. But stand in line, public. I like it. But it is public. So there's a lot of distractions, too, going on. We should mention that yes, golf course. But we're going to do, we got to do that after our break because we're running up on okay. our first break here. Um, but we'll get after it and maybe get our uh, pop-in guest if he's around. We'll see if he stops in. Good teaser. All right. We'll be back after this break. This segment brought to you by Sweet Shots Academy. Join us this Saturday, the 28th of January from 12 to 4 for a uh, Callaway demo day, um, possible fittings as well too. Um, try out the new paradigm equipment. Everything from hybrids, three woods, drivers, irons. We've got jaws, raws, wet, jaws, raw wedges down there. Give those a try as well. Um, all that information is available on our website, sweetshots.com. Sign up online. Reserve your spot today. Paradigms are hot this year, gents. They're three for three in tournaments one. So that's incredible. Are. I mean, that's impressive. Oh, sorry. I forgot the tagline. Let's get better today. As oh, we a got a fact, special guest. There they are. Come on in. 
as we said, we, we were going to have our pop-in guest of the day. This is not oh, staged man. at all. I mean, no, as far is, as the timing of it, this, this is raw. We are, we are uh, podcast live. Yeah. Steve, come on in. Pop-in. This is our pop-in guest. Pop-in guest. Now, we preface this in that, go ahead, throw the headphones yeah. on, microphone. I, I love, uh, most of our guests are here when we start. So not everybody's as busy as Stephen. I know. Radai. It's he's a busy man. You know, it, it just dawned on me. This is our sixteenth show. He's the sixteenth, right? Sixteenth. Yep. He's the second best athlete from the Fargo North that we've had on. Oh, that's, you're probably right, and, and we've had two. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably right. Hey, thanks for having me. Tra- hey, I mean, hi, traffic Steve. was Good. tough on the way over here. That's why I showed up a little late. That dang Fargo traffic, huh? That Fargo traffic. I tell you, lunchtime, what. Not, lunchtime rush. So Josh was on. Josh Persons. So yes, yes you, you would be considered probably one of the best. Although you school. you did shoot the rock a lot better than me, so I got to give you a t- once once in a while. Yeah. Once in a while. You're but, the best athlete in your family. I want everyone. Oh, there oh, we go. I thought I heard that right. Best athlete in the family. Yep. And that includes my sister. She's right. a heck of an athlete. Best athlete. We're going to go there. I guarantee you I'm the best free throw shooter in this room right now. <laughs> no. that, is a, that is a fact. Okay. All right. That well, is, yeah. When, right. You, when you don't have any pressure on you, I mean, they call it a free throw for a reason. You I mean, he beat a Fargo them. South legend, Greg Stevens, in free throws one time. I've Mr. heard Basketball. that story a dozen times. Yeah. At least. So, I mean, we could go down so, this debate. Just I mean, my la- if you want. Steve, am I own 12 against you in high school? I think I, well, you didn't play me that many times, but your school was like 0-8 oh. against us 91 boys. Yeah, we kind of owned you guys. Yeah, you did. <laughs> okay. But then you got revenge the next year against those guys. That we did. Thank you. Okay. Jeez. Some hardwood talk. Yep. You're on the golf. NDSU golfing legend. Good to see you. Good man. to see you. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. Well, Welcome. thanks for having me on. Welcome I had to, to get show. a DraftKings lineup in real quick, huh? That's right. Yes. Now we 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 kind of pumped this early. We didn't say who was coming on, and we said that you you're very knowledgeable when it comes to sports gaming, but he doesn't have a problem. We did we did quantify it. Like it's, it's yeah. not like he's got a problem or anything. He no. just he knowledge knows what he's doing. He's he very to dabble. Right? Mm-hmm. It's entertainment. Yes. Yeah, a lot of this we're doing for entertainment. Um, and we, we, uh, at some point we, we, it's a, it's a golf podcast, but we'd love to wrap things up with fantasy golf, DraftKings talk. And today has been, you know, Tory Pines is, is where they're playing. We're, we're just kind of wrapping up the, the talk. Lucas was fortunate enough. He played up there twice in the world junior. So he's got a little course knowledge. So when you pick a team, you know, we're thinking we got inside track because we know the, we have already broken down the POA. Oh, uh, yep. The wind off the ocean, the length. One course is tougher than the other, right? Yep. The south course is tougher. North south course, is tougher. North course got redone, so now that's playing at 7,200 yards, so it's not as easy. I think last year the scoring average was like 68 on the north and 73 on the south. Is uh, Hoagie playing? He's not. Taking the week he's off. Taking the, yeah, I can yep. understand yep. that. Yep. No. Yeah. So we, let's tell a couple quick stories. Yep. Yep. And then then we're going to get into the nuances. Yep. Yep. Um, so we, we went out there a couple of years, and uh, the f- the first story. Let's talk about. We had a little extra time. Just you and I. Between shots, or what are you talking about? No, between rounds. Oh, okay. I'm sure they did a few shots. I missed the cut, if you guys couldn't gather. Oh. I missed the cut. No, we had some time. I think it was after your practice. I don't know when it was. doesn't matter. And uh, we're flatlanders, and we see the the beach down there, and it's like, let's walk down to the beach. Yeah, so Torrey Pines being right on the ocean, if you look off the cliffs, 
there's a beach down there. And a couple guys from North Dakota, Minnesota, we like the sights of beaches. I mean, it's kind of nice. Go down, just check out the ocean. Check out the waves. There was no motive, anything other than let's just go down there. I think we're in our golf clothes. Yeah, we didn't. I don't think we could. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a cliff, but there's a trail that takes you down there. And there's a lot of distractions at Tory. You watch on TV, there's hang gliders <laughs> yes. and all this and all yeah, that. That's a lot. And uh, we get about halfway down and we went, this is a long way. This is, this is a lot longer than I thought. Yeah. This is tiring. And we both kind of went, you know, we've, we're going to have to walk up what we're just walking down. And we went, we've seen the ocean. Let's just, it. let's head Turn down. around. Let's go get dinner. So the next day, one of the marshals on the golf course yep we're playing it was it was hole four and we're playing and we're you know this guy's coming up to us anytime you see a marshal come up to you at a course you're like geez what did i do now you know and so we're waiting for him he comes over here we might have been looking for my ball in the left rough or whatever and he comes over and he's got binoculars around him and he helps find a ball whatever how you guys doing good 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 and he's like uh where are you guys from we said north dakota he's like oh so Again, beaches. And I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, you know what that one is down there, huh? And I'm like, I don't know. We tried going down yesterday. We turned around, though. We didn't want to. He said, what do you say? Like something, you're missing out. And he goes, uh, it's the reason I carry these binoculars. We go, why is that? And he goes, well, that right there, that's a nude beach. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. I think Mark knew that. Going yeah. Back. No, I did not yeah, know did. that. I didn't. He shed and closed the whole way down the trail. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> be great. Turns out it's probably a good thing I didn't bring my 15-year-old son down to the nude beach. Yeah, that's great. So, had some yeah, explaining to do. Fun fact, any of the flyovers there on uh, the TV broadcast. That's a that's a nude beach down there. That's great. So I think a segment of it must be a nude beach. Yes, I can't. Anyways, and then uh, what was the what was the other story that we were? We well, were the hang glide. You know. We, oh, the hang. You like to go over there and just watch because God knows you never do it yourself. Oh, I am never ever doing that. Would you jump off a cliff? No. With a, just a maybe kite? a twenty. Not a, anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These folks have a kite strapped to their back. Right. I mean, and they're and they jumping off this run deal. off the edge of yeah. the cliff. They run off the edge of the cliff. So it's amazing to watch. And this year, um, your grandfather, my dad, our dad was there. And he, you know, he's a pilot. He just loved everything in the air. And so we, uh, whether it was be- between rounds or after the round, we went over there and just watched these fools. And uh, we're pretty enamored. I think you can even get lunch there or whatever. Yeah, they got a nice soda. little shack. And we watched yeah. one year. We watched a guy play guitar just with his feet. Live music. The guy had no well, arms. Was no arms. That's amazing. <laughs> Not That's impressive. Yeah, no arms. And he's playing guitar <laughs> on his impressive. feet. Yeah, it was, it was good guitar too. Huh. And talented. Yeah. While hang gliding. <laughs> right. That would have been something. <laughs> that would have been something. That would have been something. The- right. Anyways, so we're sitting there and we're watching. It's just fantastic. This guy comes up behind us and it's just, it's an open park. It's not like, I mean, the hang gliders, you, you're amongst them. And uh, this guy's got all his gear strapped to his back. He's rolling and he starts unpacking. And uh, somehow it comes up. Why are you guys here? Well, we're here for golf tournament. Junior here is playing in the big tournament next door. Where are you from? Well, Minnesota, North Dakota. He's like, and he's unpacking his gear. Just kind of matter of fact, he goes, oh, I learned how to play golf from a pro from Minnesota in Mesa, Arizona in 1983 is what he said. And we went, my dad and I right away were in Russ Nelson. 
from Village Green? He goes, that's the guy I learned to play golf oh, from. That's crazy. That's cool. So you travel thousands yeah. of miles or whatever it is. Across you're, the country, yeah. You're watching crazy hang gliders, and this guy learned to play golf from Russ Nelson in the early 80s at a driving range in Mesa, Arizona. So we made that made that connection. It's pretty cool. It is. That, that was a fun time. I love, and we talked about it before the break, but it just uh, being able, needing to go back because a, it's a beautiful spot right on the ocean. Beautiful golf course and uh, just some great memories all around. I had playing there, again, you're dealing with high schoolers, and so we're maybe not making the best decision when it comes to on the golf course. I remember the group I was playing in my final round, and I played with a guy from the U.K., and uh, on 18, that long par five straight away, it's the only pond on the golf course on 18 in the south course. And uh, he's uh, we're playing. They got Sunday pins, so it's down on just over the edge of the water. And he hit his drive in this bunker. And we're all kind of – we're good buddies at this point, so we're messing around. He goes, well, I'm not making the cut. And he pulls out his three-wood about 250 yards out from the green. And we're like – no way. No way. You can't even get there. Plus, you got a water in front of the green. Plus, the fairway that you're hitting into is about as wide as this room. I mean, there's just no chance. I'm not making the cut. What do I care? So he takes out his three wood, rips this thing down there, runs it up, catches the hill, goes down about five feet. He ends the day with an eagle. Yeah, perfect. Still misses the cut. But that was exactly what he wanted to do. I thought it was just the funniest thing. Like, I mean, just characters down there. Yeah, we talked yeah. earlier. It's it's It's... You know, the appreciation for that golf course after being there, that particular tournament, World Junior, we saw everything. We saw kids with entourages. You know, we we, we saw... Um, we saw the whole golf course, too, because I don't know that it hit many fairways. Yeah, most, it was, uh, most played golf course in this country, isn't it? Is oh, that right? It's, it's probably almost, one of the busiest. It's yeah, it's yeah. one of the busiest in the country. I think, I think yeah. you might be right. But you had a coach, uh, one last quick story. I mean, you weren't playing bad to start with, and you're kind of on edge, but this, the, a coach will... I won't name the school. Um, he jumped right behind you, like right in your right as you were going to tee off. Like Steve Wilson, you're that coach. And he just stood there, and it was close enough where, I mean, a couple more steps back, you're going to hit this coach. It was rather rude, but uh, they don't care about that. They're they're there to watch kids. They're trying to tank, you know, and make sure that I didn't make the cut. They didn't there want a go. kid that from North Dakota beating their kid, you right. know. Exactly. Right. So, I but like I believe that. one year in last last item with that in that World Junior, I believe Andy Doden finished like fourth in that tournament once hmm. as a like maybe That's sophomore impressive. in high school. You got to play well out there. That's going to get you on the radar. Yeah, for yeah. sure, it was wow. a top ten finish. Yeah, I believe it. So, so with that said, we better get into this. Yep. So, we have an expert here. Right. <laughs> what? What? By the way, there's probably only one person in this room heading to Arrowhead Stadium here in about three days. What? Mm. It's not me. Yeah, I kind of checked guy? out. Yeah, so my sister works for the Chiefs. Called on Sunday night. Has two tickets. No way. Need a buddy. Go. We're gonna we're heading to Arrowhead for the no AFC way. Championship. Good yeah. for you. That's gonna be awesome. That'll be good. That's fantastic. Yeah, that'll be good. Because your team, you're one of the two Browns fans in Clowns. all of Fargo. We Cleveland <laughs> Clowns. <All the laughs> <Yeah. Denver>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's your true passion. But yes. Casey's. I like Casey a lot. He's yeah. fun. That's going to be a battle. That'd be good. That's going to be Both really those games Sunday are going to be good. Yep. Yeah. Well, we'll not look to get away for from you. golf, but yeah. And we'll look for you on, yep. the, on the TVs we'll, here. Yeah. So Chuck's got an AFC, AFC team. It's important to have an NFC and an AFC team. And there's talk. Brady might go to your Raiders. Yeah. You're a Raider fan? Interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, Brady or Rodgers. I can see Rodgers. Yeah, Maybe I both of see, them. I can see Rodgers yep. going because that's yep. the only way they're keeping Devontae Adams, I think. Yep. So. But uh, I, don't, okay. I don't think Brady's going to go to Vegas. Back to golf. Back so, to golf. Okay. Rada, you got to know we're playing for more than just bragging rights. We're also the screaming goat. Whoever wins the week gets the goat. Yep. Beautiful. It tends Story. to be on this side of the table right. every week. I have the most runner-ups. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, okay. So we've, we've touched a lot on the South course for Tory Chuck. I don't know if you have got a lot of on North course. I know shot tracker. They only do that on the South course. So there's not a ton of data over there other than it generally plays easier. That's right. Um, they do a lot of the same setups as far as course condition wise. So I saw this year they went to four inches of rough, four, four inches inch thick. Rough. Yes. It's been uh, one of the rainiest Januaries they said. So it's, going to be thick and four inches and fairways having, are going to be key and having missed a lot of those fairways and we weren't playing four inches of rough that was brutal enough i can't imagine yep. being in, missing this plus you got these greens they're prepped and ready to run at um stimped at 13 so that means when you roll a ball off the a little ramp it runs out 13 feet be quick um that's very quick, that's quick. plus you you Put the Poana on the afternoon wave. I mean, this is set up to be carnage. Now, th- this is going to, do you drop a podcast, post a podcast? This is going to yep. post after they start the tournament because it's a Wednesday through Wednesday Saturday. Right. So we really, uh, we're going to pick a team for the week, but also to really touch on the daily plays. Because right. that, anybody that's listening to us and wants to parlay that into a lot of winnings, they're going to probably want to do a daily. Yep. So dailies, you're looking at yep. Scores historically are lower on the north course. Yep. And morning wave tee times. Yes. Stay away from the wind and the POA. Correct. Yep. yep. So, I mean, it kind of narrows down your field, obviously, because, I mean, you go from, it is a full field event, so it's like 144 players or something like it's that. It's Wednesday through Saturday. Yep. Mm-hmm. It is. Just so they don't interfere with your Chiefs. Smart. Rest, yep. You know? Smart. 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 <laughs> don't mess with the NFL. That's smart. <laughs> so key stats, I think, other than, like you just said, early tee times, I would look driving distance, strokes gains off the tee, meaning hitting fairways, and then stroke gain, long iron play, 200 yep. plus are the three metrics that I would be. Did you factor that in, Steve? Uh, nah, I had, to, I had to pick quick. Okay. <laughs> well, this let's hear gut, it. Gut feeling. Yeah, right gut feeling here. picks. Yeah. All right. I like it. We're going to probably have a little bit of everything. Um, well, uh, you you go first uh, when we do pick. Yep. You go first because you're the goat holder. Okay. Yeah. Chuck's going <clears> first. How we'll we let Steve it. rebuttal. Okay. I had key players. So this is interesting because oh, I thought he was going. No. Oh, okay. I'm smarter than key that. Players, keep players. Keep going. Um, it it's an interesting because usually this field's pretty tough, but now with the new PGA Tour schedule and kind of how things got rerouted, it's top heavy in that there's like five top ten teams or uh, players. Um, but then it kind of drops off. You don't really have anyone inside, many guys inside the top 50, where like last year, I think they had 25 of the top 50 or something like that. Um, but John Rahm's in the field. And we touched on that. 11-6, yep. 11, 11, most player, uh, most expensive this year. Um, I just put a big fat duh by his name. I don't think we need to talk about too much about why he's the favorite this week. Um, Tony Finau's in it. Uh, as well, he's a bomber. Plus, he plays well here. Um, you got Will Zalatoris, who's finally looking healthy. He's got a great iron player. Um, and an interesting note I found with the smaller greens at Torrey, guys are feeling like that's going to mask kind of his bad putting that you were worried about last week because he's going to hit it closer, and he doesn't have to worry about hitting the the longer longer putts. Struggling with that, 
my last guy, last player to watch, Jason Day, makes his return. Mm-hmm. He loves the Amex. Or, uh, he loves Torrey Pines, but he played well at the Amex, too. Top 20 at the Amex. He so did. Jason Day yep. might be back. Mm-hmm. So my key, those are my key players to watch this week, I think. Okay. I'm happy yeah. for you, but that has not influenced or changed any of my picks. Me either. But that's great information. All right. All right. Am I missing anything here, Chuck? I would just add, course history is tough. You'll see previous winners end up missing cuts. It's all over the board here. And I think it comes down to tee times when they're playing. They get the afternoon wave, and it's tough conditions. So usually we go by course history. I would throw that out today. All right. Here's the winning lineup. You guys right. ready for that? From Chuck. To start Appreciate us you guys playing Steve? for a second. And you can change your lineup right up to the moment that you announce your lineup. Thing. Okay. okay. Well, the I'm last going minute with... pick sometimes are the best, but go ahead, Chuck. Thank you. I'm going with Johnny Rahm. You may have heard of him. He's the hottest player in the world. Got to have him on your squad. Then I'm going to go with the guy who was lights out last week and took second, Thompson. Playing yeah. strong. He and played. he hits it a long way. What was he young, at? What he looks like he's value? 14. What was his Oh, value? now you're questioning. 7,800. Oh, bargain. Bargain. That's a bargain. Then I'm on the cheap end, Mr. Lauer. He played, I think I talked to him, talked about him last week. Last fall, he was making cuts left and right, and then he took the, the fall off. He shook off for us last week, made the cut. He ended up like T40. He's my savings. Then I went Mr. Canadian, Adam Hadwin. Got him on my squad yeah. line. He's, like, he's yeah, on my like, team this week. Is he? We've got something in common. He's in loonies and toonies. Uh, and then Thomas Dietry, Adam last week, continues to make cuts. And am I the best dressed man out there, Ricky Fowler? Gotta have Ricky. I got him oh, as well. Rory uh, Sabatini. It's all right. We got Tay. Hey, all right. Good. All right. Sabatini is the best dressed He's not golfer. playing this week. Yes, he is. Oh, He's, is he? He's he probably is. on your squad. It's <laughs> research. Uh, well, there's a reason. You don't go to 6K, guy. Anyway. Nice team. Thanks. I feel really good. Good squad. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Steve, you want to? You want to? Yeah. Well, divulge? I got. I got uh, two of the same guys as my. You had Hadwin and Fowler. Yep. I have Solid. Had, I have Hadwin Fowler. I have also Hayden Buckley. Mm, I like yes. picking him because he doesn't even have a pitcher yet on DraftKings. He's just, <laughs> just got the American the American flag. The radar. American flag. I got Bo Hostler. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, Bo. Sanjay M. Oh, he's nice. on my squad. So I got I like three different countries here. And finished out with Justin Thomas. JT is my squad. That's yeah, I like the JT. I think JT's he's going to have a great year. He'll be low owned. Yeah. I like it. Yep. JT's that's my squad. Well, oh, yeah. Because Rom's probably he's in so that range high, on, that, yep. high owned. Yep. 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 Good call. So, and if you look back, Bo Hostler spoke at your second time that you were at uh, Did he? World Junior there. I wonder if they brought him back because he was a, if he won the World Junior. Finan- financially, he fit into my roster perfectly. <laughs> oh, I thought maybe he'd done $200 financially. <laughs> He's not a bad player, though. I thought maybe he'd won the 2013 World Junior there or something. Nah, when you got to pick sometimes like this last yep. second, you just got to do it. You'll be surprised what happens. Bo. Uh, magic. Bo knows. Last second magic. You know, I was going to call my buddy Greg Stevens for a little advice on the way over, but uh, I just went by myself. <laughs> I like a it. solid team. I, yep. I don't have a problem with that team at all. All right. Up. Who's up? You're up, Mark. I'm up. Oh, last I just turned my team off. Okay, so anchored by Rory yeah, Sabatini. He's got Rory Sabatini. No, I did not. He f- usually finds the oldest man in the field. I did not. I did not. Okay, so I went the same thing. Rom, how do you go? How do you go wrong, Steve? With the best player in the world, got to have him you on can. your team. 
Rom. You can't. Yeah. Okay. He's bound to finish 14th. <laughs> and I, uh, <laughs> which is going to happen some yeah, tournament, good, right? So then you got to find a value out there. Yep. So I pivoted uh, something called Charlie Hoffman. Oh, boy. Okay. 6,900. He's got history there. He's a California guy. He's got forearms the size of Popeye. It's a little early for him, though, though. He always shows up during the Phoenix Open. It's a little early still. It is. But I needed to get my team to work. So he's he's on the roster. Um, Aaron Badley. Mm-hmm. He's, he's playing good. He's a good value pick. Um, went with Burmeister. Again, again. Bombs it. He had a good week last week. Your roster sounds like a bunch of guys I'd meet at the bar to watch March Madness. <laughs> and I circle back with uh, our friend Scott Stallings. Oh, yes. Player. He, he, yep. Another 70. So when you take that high, you know, when you, when you do the John Rom, but I was also looking for my 1A and a 1A.2. I found a way to get Max Homa on my team. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Yeah, it's a good pick. I like Homa. Yep, Homa's a cut machine. Mm-hmm. Um, plays well. He's still, I believe, still ascending to his his ultimate greatness is still ahead of him. So, um, so yeah, new, I went with proven dad. guys that have been playing well. And yep. uh, and then a couple heavy hitters. All right. I like it. Sneaky. I went more course history. And now after talking with Chuck, I'm not sure how I feel about it. So, well, we're going to give it a go because it can't get worse than last week. So, um I started off, also got John Rahm. Um, not even going to talk about it. Then I went with uh, Jason Day. Mm-hmm. He's my guy. He He's won back. the World Junior there once. Apparently everyone did, except for okay. me. Um, <laughs> but uh, he plays well here. So I think this is kind of a turning point for him. We get back in there. Then I went Luke List, defending champ, and he bombs the ball. So I'm, I'm yeah. banking on him to, to feel comfortable again here again. And then I went to... Uh, not sure who exactly it is. Will Will Gordon, um, but he's a bomber and he's played well here. He's got forty uh, second and twenty first in his last two starts, so he's made the cut here both times he's played. That's what I'm looking for again with uh, Ben Griffin, seventy three hundred cuts made, and he played well last week. So he, I think he rattled off a nice little Sunday round, um, get him in the money, mm-hmm. and then my ultimate value pick again because I had to go with John Rom. I went with Michael Thompson who uh, I think is a sneaky, sneaky pick. He plays well here again. Um, he's been top 15 here in four of his last eight. So 50% wow. of the time here, okay. he's top 15. So Good research. I like uh, like where he's at there. Now I had to after my embarrassing finish last week. It's pretty poor. Can't get, can't get much worse. So uh, that's, where, that's where we're at. Feeling pretty good. You got a lot of cut makers. Just looking I'm at going. Of course, on the list here. Course history and cut makers yep. is kind of what. Yep, that's what solid. I'm at. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy Rad I got it. Hey, yeah, thanks for letting me join you. If yeah, I win, is... I'll be back next week. Yeah, well, you gotta you gotta get your go. <laughs> I mean, so. being I'm playing Shanley kids, I got a really good chance of winning. <laughs> oh, oh, oh man! Wow. So I was going to touch on you know basketball is your a number one sport in in, in high school growing up, but you've become quite an accomplished golfer. Well, thanks to you. Well, a lot of, a lot of lessons for you, from you through the years and whatnot and playing with a lot of good players in town and it's helped. And that's all I kind of do now is play golf because I sure as heck can't play any more basketball. <laughs> that, well, that ship sailed 20 years ago. <laughs> and, and, and you know, you're an athlete. Okay. So when you're put in a position and you execute and you finish. So especially when you got a dinner, big dinner on the line. Yes. Yeah, so I'm still running the North Dakota open part of that committee, North Dakota open foundation committee. 
Steve Radai plays in the Open every year. And there is some side games that are happening where a line is set and you've, I don't know what it, it doesn't matter what that line has been. But well, basically, long story short, Ross Manson and Greg Stevens have bought me and a couple friends some really good dinners the last few nice. years. Nice. You find a way. You're got to, got to find yeah. a way. He finds Just a way. Beat the numbers, all you say. And I mean, he, he's played the back nine at the Fargo Country Club better than some of the professionals have. On 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 Friday to make your just number. to find a way. That's impressive. Yes. Some forty four thirty sixes and thirty sevens in the day. Yes. It's <laughs> yeah. All, no, it's all about the dinner. Hey, hey, anything to that beat Greg like and me. Ross because there's a guy I didn't beat in basketball yeah. was Greg growing up. So anything yeah. to beat those guys in golf. And that's under tournament conditions. I mean, yeah. the golf course is firm, fast, rough is up. And I mean, I've seen you hit your first drive in the river. In, in, yep. in the river. And you came back and nerves. still made you know that nerves. The Absolutely. First, first, yeah. first oh. It's the toughest shot of the day. Yeah. yeah, it is. Then, you know, have three, four, five, seven cores lights in me and look out. <laughs> you find the zone. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Then you're just comfortable. You know, yeah. the other key, Steve, is the, uh, you know, when, you, when you're friends with the tournament director, you get the, you get the prime tea times. Tell them that story. Yes. I'll so, let you. I'll digress. You tell them. I'll well, that I, I don't know. This year, it just so happened. I don't know. You probably had some meetings, working hard. So I need a late tea time. So the latest tea times around two o'clock ish, two thirty. Okay, two thirty in, in the rain, and it gets dark. And it gets dark at about eight. You can't see that time of year. You can't yeah. see much past eight o'clock, let alone a rainy dark night. And uh, it was getting dark about seven fifteen, and they're out there grinding, grinding, grinding in, in the rain, rain in the a whole time? major rainstorm. It, for did three, you make your number three holes? I did, but <laughs> we get then we get to the. Pro shop to eat, whatever. I look on the board and I notice I tee off at 7 o'clock in the nice. morning. Yeah. And it's almost 11. I'm like, I might just sleep here. <laughs> so I basically down. called <laughs> your brother and dad, Mr. Denny's. Mm. Is his new nickname because rise and shine. He saw me right at six thirty. <laughs> yeah, we asked for Denny. Exactly. He was he was there for the uh, sunny side up. I was eggs, pan, eggs pancakes. And bacon. Saturday yeah. round wasn't as good as Friday, and you guys probably know why. But it was still okay. Mm. Yeah. So we had a short turnaround. The night. shortest, but no, your game is uh, your game. What is your handicap? Right, five. Wow, yeah, he's yeah, he's a good so, player, and he and he performs when, when needed. It, when it so that's impressive. For food. Yes, food, yes. food is on the line. Thanks for this guy and the lessons. He's yeah. helped through the years many, many times. Food's on the line. It's a new game. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the game is great, though. I mean, it does give you a chance to you know get with buddies, um, keep great, your competitiveness going. You know because. As you're, you, and a lot of guys come to golf after playing other sports. It's the best sport in the world, I think. I really believe that. It's Any correlations between basketball and, a and lot. Uh, yeah? Com- the competitive side, like you talked about, oh, there's a lot. Yeah. yeah. You know, I can play basketball good when you're 50. You can still play really, really good golf for a long time. And you can always get better. Mm-hmm. You can always get I mean, better. even when we beat you guys eight times, it's like, <laughs> you're not really going to say we can get better because we beat you. Right. But, yeah. Right, golf, right. as you know, you can always get better in that game. There's always something. You always. go out and shoot 64, and you always know you left a few out there. When did you start playing? Mm, 20, 21, 22, started playing a lot. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So college age, just yep. getting finished. Because did your dad play? Yeah. Did dad, dad play too? Yeah. Okay. He liked the two. He kind of got yeah. me out there as a kid a little bit, my older brother too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And your sister plays. Sister played. Yeah. And then when I was at North, as you guys know, Halverson, Lamp, and Brantner, that was an unbelievable. I had no chance of making that team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean with that with that group? I mean, I'm pretty sure they. Yep. I think they won a state title. Probably they did. Should, probably should have been two, but yep. they were. They won. They won the one. I remember hanging with yep. those guys, but yep. couldn't play golf with them. 
Yep. And they're all they still beat really Doden good. and I and that was handily up in Boydy Sioux. Yep. That was a good team. Good, yep. good, uh, good run North yeah. had. Yep. We've had South High, Lamp. well, other than Josh here to talk about um, South North High. Really good run. Yeah, we've yeah. we've had a few. Matter of fact, Lucas, I think you mistakenly thought Josh I went just, to South. I just assumed all the good golfers Ooh, from that time went to South. Hopefully he didn't hear that. <laughs> oh, he no, did. I said no, it right he to face. Thomas took the headset off and walked out. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks That's for having good. me on today. Thank you. Yeah, I'm yes. glad we made it work. It's good. Perfect. We're going to keep a close eye on that team of yours because you we, we need to get it settled. So we're going to wrap it up here. Thanks again for tuning in. Um, we're out in California, Torrey Pines, San Diego. So best of luck to you guys out there. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time.